0: Sissoko, finally waited. Erickson low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez,
1: Lucas Moura. And belted into the net. brilliant goal. On debut, Tongue Ongombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs.
0: Lucas Moura clips it.
2: Oh, great goal! Steven Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on
1: debut! Aurier!
0: What a finish for 3-2 from Serge
1: Aurier!
0: First hand to Sol, Kane... Good area for Spurs and not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane. That is exceptional. try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot and with good reason. in the Burnley back line, Son breaks forward. Oh wow, what a run. Yann from inside his own half has scored
2: one of the best goals
0: of his Spurs.
3: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another New Spurs Order stream and podcast under the Touchline Fracker banner. We are the New Spurs Order and I'll be your host today, X-Pac. And uh, I'll be joined today by uh, firstly up, Kevin Niach. How are you doing, man?
1: (laughs) I'm good, man. Uh, I was waiting for you to say the name because, you know, it still tickles me pause but uh yeah man i'm good i'm good busy yeah as i life went
3: life. to i went to pause before introducing you and then i remembered what was it just before we went live so i just thought i'd continue the theme <laughs> as we are uh no, we'll rate the goatee later maybe um it's higher than 7.7
1: doing... that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> no no not disagree
3: don't disagree uh scott hall how you doing
2: hey man Uh, it's a good time. You know, uh, recently I've been in good spirits because we're signing people when uh, people are potentially getting sacked off. Uh, So I've uh, decided to channel all my energy now for the remainder of this transfer window and the entirety of the next season in getting rid of Hoisin. He's next on my agenda list. And by hook or by crook, I will get rid of that guy once and for all. And I will say to people that yes, he is at the bottom of the stairs, that has not changed. There's no longer a need for him to come on down, it's just time to get him out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh, God. Enough,
3: there's a word from uh... Old hoisin sauce in from the training, which um, might touch upon before we talk about the preseason game, may not. Uh, but we got a special guest. We got a macho man from Chelsea. Well, how are you doing, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, for, for anyone missing the added context um, today, yeah. I've been I've been slandered religiously. They're calling me a cobham sexual out here. You know, there's, there's there's evidence of me prior to the recent signings we made saying, you know, Conor Gallagher would be a good signing. And, you know, I, I just appreciate good young footballers and they just happen to train at Cobham and I get slandered for it. But, you know, it is where it is, man. Well gone.
3: Well done. <laughs> I, I quietly agree with quite a lot of uh, what's said about some of these talents. But
0: You <laughs> just got let me, man lets, let's me frown
1: myself, one hundred percent he 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 can't get pammed anymore, man.
3: He's yeah. <laughs> steering into
0: the skid today in the group chat
3: though. I respect it.
0: I had to do what I had to do, man. You get me? But now it's good. good time to be a Spurs fan, man. Let's get into it.
3: Exactly, man. And um it was announced today that um obviously the suspense is over. It hasn't been like official from the club, but it's been finally seemingly confirmed by a bunch of outlets that um Diad Spence has been And looks to be our sixth signing. I feel like I've said this like the last two or three pods I've been on. But alas, the fee's finally been agreed. A lot of people were saying, you know, Levy was holding up the deal. Um, I was under the impression we were kind of just holding out for a better option. But we've uh, settled it at 12.5 million up front with it looking to be 20 million in add-ons. Firstly, is that a good signing? And secondly, are we going to give Levy credit for that? That's open to the floor. I think, um, that's- I think I'll, I'll answer
0: the first bit a little bit, and I would love Sai to answer the second bit. Um, I think it is a really good signing for a plethora of reasons. Obviously, our, our homegrown quota is having an effect on some of the, the players we can look at, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I feel like, you know, the Brexit in me does like a little bit of, you know, um, red, red cross on the, on the white flag in the team. Um you know, there was that time frame where there was quite a few Spurs players in the England lineup when we when we had Carl Walker. It did make it very easy for people to call the England team Spursy, but that was something that was I took a little bit of pride in seeing a lot of um, Tottenham players in the in the lineup. Um, I think with Jed Spence, it's I like how he got in there. I, not that it's been done. Well, I mean, it's early. It's done early by our standards, I suppose. Um, it has been like. It's weird that this feels like a dragged out transfer saga. I feel like that. I feel like it's a, a reflection of how, I don't know if spoiled is the right word in recent times, um, but then, you know, we're, we're, we've been living off crumbs the last couple of transfer windows. Um, but to, spe- to spend himself just really quickly, um, first game I saw him was the Arsenal game, I believe, for, for um, Forrest, and he was very good, very, very good. Um, he wasn't amazing in the playoff final, but, you know, football Twitter likes to do this thing where you can't be a good player if you don't drop a 9.5 out of 10 every single game. So, you know, lots to develop with him. Um, I think athletically, he's very, very good. I wouldn't say he's Carl Walker rapid, but, you know, I don't think he's going to get done for speed by 99% of um, wingers in the league. I think when he eventually earns his start, I'd love to see what he's like against Zaha. I think that'd be a really, really interesting matchup because Emerson, I still not forgotten Emerson's first game against uh Willy Zaha. Um going forward, he's probably got a little bit to work on delivery wise, but I he's he's got time. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not overly concerned about his deficiencies because what footballer doesn't have deficiencies, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And
3: um obviously excited about her talent and obviously there was a lot of talk um just expanding again on that second question i asked of um levy being the one to to hold up the deal was there um something coming from you sorry, or, or should uh, i try not yeah, to be famous
1: no i think i think uh the, the indicator that it was probably levy involved in it was the fact that the carl walker peter story came out a couple of days ago about him potentially having a buyback clause and that sounded very Levy-esque. Play a bit of chicken. No pun intended with the chicken on the shirt. But but yeah, I'm 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 glad that it's done. And I do think there's probably some truth in in Levy probably scoping out what's going on elsewhere in terms of a lot of continental talent getting brought in and saying, Oh, I'll take this one. Get the young English boy in. Uh he does love a lighty as well, so it adds some fuel <laughs> to fire. So yeah, man. Um Credit where it's due in it. When 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 you sign a player and the fee isn't massive, you deserve some credit. We're paying for potential ultimately. So yeah, let's see how he gets on.
2: I ain't giving him no credit. <laughs> Bunny. Bad guy's back. Yeah, <laughs> ban him. I ain't Why? got time for all this credit stuff to be given him because my whole thing is this ain't the first time my man's done this nonsense. Yeah. Now people will be like, Oh, Twelve point five. It's good business. I hear, I hear, you brother. But so leave. Yeah? can go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, Seriously. Yeah. You can go do one. Because my whole thing is this. Paratici came in and said, "Look, I heard Conte is gonna bounce in it if he don't get four man before July." Paratici made it happen. Evie was like, "Don't worry, I'll run point on Spence." Small little twenty million now small little tw- it's, it's not like we're broke small little 20 mil Man, want to go and do listen i'll give you man 10 million two vouchers to chicken and a guns and roses t-shirt my said i give you good price i give you good price. <laughs> good good price that's what my man was doing for small 20 million listen this better be the only transfer of this window that Levy runs point on. Because if I hear he's running point on others, now that I'm back in the stadium, you go see me. You go see me at kickoff. And it's going to be hella violent, considering my past (laughs) record, which I won't speak on. Redacted, redacted. Take that back. Allegedly. Allegedly indeed, but no, I'm not giving him no credit. I'm just happy that this saga, which, like Ohio said, seems a bit drawn out, which is weird because we're only in, barely in the middle of July, Um, has taken quite a while. But this will be, what, our fifth, sixth signing? Fifth? Sixth. Sixth. Six. So, so technically, you know, we're still doing business. And from what I'm hearing could be two or three more.
3: Exactly. Um and yeah, not to be shameless. Uh, just to summarise on it, I guess, um, like i obviously credit where it's due on the fee on Levy's part, but ideally I was saying on another part, I think it might have been like two weeks ago that I, ideally we want someone like if we're gonna get Spence in and we're serious about him then get him in before um get him in before the tour so he can get in with the team as soon as possible and bring him up to the quality we need him to be because of his lack of experience at the top, top level. So, yeah, my my thing is, see, generally on the timeline, that like whenever we do something good in, in transfers and in the market, Parateacher gets the credit. Whenever something goes bad, then Levy is the one that gets it in the neck, whereas really and truly it should be both of them either which way. No, nope. not doing it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what well, are we saying? That are we saying that uh, Daniel Levy is going to go and uh, court James Madison here? Yeah? Is that what we're saying? So anyway, Looking like it. The double thing... up
0: on all the all, on all the praise. You know, I, mean? I I would love to take away some credit for Levy here in the in the name of Scott Hall as well. Um But I think what I have to give Levy credit for is I don't mind him squeezing out as much. Um, you know, lowered fee from other teams because I think a lot of teams have seen this hundred and fifty mil and they thought, you know, I think Levy's made sure that people aren't gonna try and take us for how teams try to take Liverpool with the with the Coutinho money. Do you know what I mean? Like and United with Dion. Mm, exactly. Because teams could look at us and be like, right, you've clearly got hundred and fifty chip like people would actually people might look at the Spencer be, oh you get you gave twenty up front for a guy who's never played Prem. Right. That is our base fee for anyone who's remotely similar to that. Do you know what I'm saying. Um, so I don't know. I feel like the next couple of negotiations. I think it, it will depend on what league certain man are in. Like we've got his name, Greta Stansum, who I think is going to have some sort of say in um in UK in UK transfers as well. I know he's predominantly like performance stuff, which is hot away, but you know, obviously. ITK Ash man like ITK Ash is saying that Levy was involved in the Richarlison deal I kind of believe it to be fair I don't know how you knew he had dinner with the Everton director of football unless that was reported but fair enough um, do I trust Levy to get a Madison deal done as long as you don't pay anything like a Maguire fee um, and I don't swap deals are I think a lot of people talk about that like, swapping winks and stuff I don't swap deals are very rare common they're, they're not very commonplace anymore they're a lot more popular um, I feel like if anything, it would be like a like a swap not on paper, if that makes sense. I feel like yeah. I'm sure there's some effort. Yeah, it would be a
3: Walker Peters thing because of financial play. They have yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: exactly. So oh, I, I trust Levy to bring us Madison. I just don't trust him to get it done this in the next four weeks. Cut
3: it's an interesting one with Madison um, as well. Obviously he'd command a huge fee. Is this not going to be, I mean, I I actually want Madison, but again, like, is he going to come in and be first team for the fee we're going to be paying for him? Or is he going to be, I guess, rotational with, with
1: Definitely rotation, man. It's for me, it's the same vibe as uh, the Ericsson deal. It's like, we're not changing our, we're not changing our system for James Madison. Um, I'm sorry, I know a lot of people are high on him, but in terms of production, you're not getting more than you get with Kulisevsky, in my opinion. So, in all honesty, they'll be battling out for that right-hand side, and Kulisevsky will have stake stake in that uh, starting role. So, yeah, ultimately, he's, he's going to be a rotation guy to begin with, and there are enough games to go around. He'll probably be looking at the fact that we're playing Champions League as... A main reason why he would join us um so yeah i think it's more of the same really like we're just looking for depth and quality in in some of these positions and whatever happens happens
3: exactly yeah and you know i think i should say this well as more play as an attacking midfielder in a three-five-two. um I th- no, I can I see, see, see that see. as an option and those I know, I, I, I do struggle to see Conte deviating from the 3-4-3
1: but... I think the of... way we set up no Sorry. With, with the way we set up in defensive phases Kulisevsky makes a three in midfield anyway so it's not it's not this revolutionary big change anyway he will start from the right hand side and he will tuck in when needed like we're not we're not going to we're not going to totally change the system at this moment in time when Everything else is being built to accommodate the system that we've already been playing. I personally can't see it. One or two games, yeah, but we'll line up with the 3-4-3. I think
0: think a part of it might depend on opposition. Um, And I feel like there might be some games where we start with the 3-4-3 with Madison and then we'll then realise, right, we actually need to... They're doing super low block. We need to like really really unlock these guys, let's let's move Maddison into the middle and then get some get some other runners. Um, but I do I think like if he could obviously definitely play in the hole in a in a 3 five two uh, with you know maybe Basuma and Bentacour behind him or skipping Basuma depending on what is required. Um, but I do think some games, you know depending on the fitness of Kuliszewski and and Richarlison, it's very possible Madison could play on the left of the front three, Tucking in, like he'd just be in that left area. Um, you know, obviously have a very different role to what Son would be doing, but you know, I think he definitely would have Perisic doing a lot of the attacking wing play in the area for him if he was to play in that 3 4 3. So I think, I think Madison's a little bit more flexible than people would give him credit for. Um, I do think 3 4 3 will be our predominant base all season, but I'll say we'll see a lot more 3 4 3 than 3 5 2, should we say
1: don't want to hark on about this but I, I do think that people are just in love with this idea of having a, in the whole playmaker like the fact of, of the matter is is in low against low block systems what does city do they don't they don't play through the middle they play wide and they have crosses coming in from middle wing areas and they just pepper teams pepper 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 and we've seen that Madison likes to occupy those half spaces so why are we why are we romanticizing this whole oh yeah, We need somebody to sit just on the edge of the 18-yard box and spray. There's no space to spray. There's no space to spray. There's no space in behind when there's a low block. You need to whip the ball in and play the lower averages in it. Volume, high volume and quality,
0: and we'll see it over the line, man. We're suffering, Si. We have it with suffering. We thought Delhi was going to be the source god. And look what happened to him. (laughs) What did you say, Joey? Oh, sorry. Bam- Bamidele. Sorry.
2: uh, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh beat. Listen, that, that you got shit because he didn't say sorry to his father. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for the same thing, every bro. fucking pod. Don't fall for the same thing, bro. <laughs>
0: you in chat, Y'all has been work. saying that since the inception of this pod, and it kills me every time. Tell me every if time. I'm wrong. No, you're absolutely right
2: i telling you, bro. You apologize, he gets all his powers back. Them stuff they don't play about with, bro. Hey, listen, Bamidele, <laughs> sort yourself out, bruv. Now, but I agree with. Um, Funny enough, I actually agree with both of you. See, the thing is, I only think this so-called three-five-two really comes into play for facing the likes of, City. not so much Man City, but more Liverpool. I think Liverpool, maybe Chelsea. Yeah, I think both of those teams, the way they play, that 3-5-2 formation tends to catch them out quite a lot. However, the 3-4-3 is the formation that Conte went with for large parts, pretty much 90% of last season. And it worked. I think teams that sat deep against us, I wouldn't say it was the formation that went against us. I think it was the creativity of said individual players, um, where I don't think the formation will change. It might be the personnel used in that formation that will be um, Conte's go-to. So where, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a team, Burnley, for argument's sake, where, say, Kuwilewski wasn't great, he might go Richarlison. Or if we do get Madison, because it's all rumours at this point, might go Madison, and it will still be a 3 3 in my opinion. I don't really see him deviating from that. I think the 3-5-2 formation is more a formation that he would use or has used more away from the English game, which is predominantly better suited for Serie A.
3: So we could potentially see it in Europe, maybe?
2: Yeah. It makes sense for me to see uh, the 3-5-2 used more in a European game than, say, Premier League. Premier League's tough. It's not no joke. You've got teams like Burnley, thank God they got relegated. Trash. Trash club, bruv. Trash kit as well. Trash stadium. Trash everything, bruv. I hope they never come back on my, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Think about them infuriates me. It's useless. <laughs> useless. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad teams like Burnley are gone. Hopefully next season will be... There'll be less teams sitting back. I know some teams have said in the past, all spurs, all they do is sit back and counter. Well, if you don't know football, then that's what you would think, innit? not it? If, if your footballing knowledge is basic, then that's literally what you'd think, that all we do is sit back and counter. If you've gone and watched quite a number of our games last season, you would see we actually played out from the back and dominated quite a large share of the possession. So we shall see how these... Newer players are integrated into the team. I think the good thing is with the transfers we've done so far is that for me personally, I don't think anybody's position is safe. I know people are rolling their eyes and they're going to be like Kane and Son are starters. Listen, all I'm saying is certain men can't sleep in it. That's all I'm going to say. The way the team's looking right now, you shouldn't be comfortable in thinking, yeah, I can have a bad game this week. I'm starting next week. I don't expect that from Conte. I expect certain men, if they don't wake up and are, you know, doing the, the chakra chakras, uh to touch bench. And, and this message is sponsored by, you know, my good friends down the road. For you personally, hoisting sauce, twat. I can't <laughs> wait for you to look. Up. It'll
3: be interesting um... to see. I, I I know it's um, it's been heavily rumoured and reported that we're looking to sign a playmaker, not necessarily to even operate as a team, but maybe someone we can just bring on or or even start as like a kind of small tweak, not necessarily a backup land, but a small tweak. Because I do think in the league, especially people or, or teams are going to sit against us more often. Like I was um, thinking about, the the game at the back end of last season when we played Aston Villa away is an example where they just came at us, I suppose, for the first half of the game and really put the pressure on. Couldn't find a way to score and we weren't playing that well. It was always a case of, like, if we put two or three passes together, we are going to cut them apart. And lo and behold, because they came out of their shell and stayed out of their shell, we managed to just pick them apart and beat them 4-0 in the end. Um I think teams will see that they won't be as naive, and uh we're gonna have to have a plan b, whether it that be a change of system from a three four three to a three five two even though that's basically you know, it's the same on like on pitch anyway um yeah, just a different personnel, maybe playing in different positions to to essentially just create more chances and help sustain pressure, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, as as I said, I'm pleased the club are looking at that. Um, with our sixth signing over the line now, obviously, we're still on this touring career, but the players are training rigorous, <laughs> rigorously with this new fitness coach. Let's see, we've seen all the pictures with um players collapsing to the floor, we've seen jokes made about players who aren't even there, just being forced. Fair enough. Um, the reports are that um, Davidson Sanchez was training as left centre-back before the game against K-League All-Stars. And apparently the players who kind of got talk... Not necessarily criticised the most, but got more of a talking to them than others was um, Scott Hall's boy, um, Mr. Goatee and uh, Fraser Forster. Essentially just not getting in position... Quick enough to receive the ball and distribute the ball quick enough. Um that's sitting the tone for the k League All Stars. Um we had lined up, we had Brandon Austin in goal. Um Emerson Royale deputized uh, right wing back. I'm trying to remember our defence now. Uh, Romero, Dyer, and Sanchez did in fact play left centre back. Uh Young, um Benton Skip. So, the return of Skip, and then we had Brian Hill, Lucas Moore, and then Richarlison made his first appearance in the shirt. Um, just to start off, I guess, the (laughs) review of the friendly, I was pleased personally to see Hill and Lucas starting on the sides that they were. I thought I've always said that Lucas Moore was slightly better on the left than he is the right, and then Brian Hill being tested on that right hand side is maybe a potential rotational option for Kulizewski. Um but generally, I don't know who wants to start it off. But how would we see the first, uh, I guess, half? All general?
1: I saw really of the first half was uh, the screamer by Eric Dyer. My my <laughs> stream was cutting out as in and out of meetings. But yeah, put some respect on that guy's name, man. Both feet, both feet. He's got a bit of tech. Like he's 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 improved, man. He's improved. I've been saying it since the inception of the pod. Eric Dyer is not a bad player. Eric Dyer went through periods of bad football, and that's just it. He's improving. Give him time. We're not buying a replacement for Eric Dyer, So, yeah, I want to see him continue to, to improve, continue to be the uh, staple in that center p- center uh, position. And then obviously, yeah, let's see if he can bag a few uh, free kicks or something this season. <laughs> <laughs> Other takeaway. He's not taking them. I'm all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I think, obviously, there's, there's literally only so much you can take from a preseason game. Um, I, to, I'm going to be so honest. I was just more interested on like, when, you know, Charlie Sayers came on or Malachi Fagan Walcott or um, Papi Matasar. I know a lot of people were very intrigued to see what he's about. Um, I think with Saar, I think. There's a lot of, well, I mean, there's a lot of hyperbole in football Twitter anyway. And there was a lot of hyperbole in Spurs Twitter as well. I think Saw was, Saw was okay. Um, he was as okay as he could be um, in, I don't even know what the temperature was over there, but I was sweating watching it. Um, I think he he looked a bit shy at the beginning, but it was technically his debut, I guess. Like I, I wouldn't really know who he's tight within the squad to be like demanding the ball and stuff like that. You know, from picks, it looks like Ndombele was going to be his guy, but then Ndombele didn't go. So, you know, it, it does make me wonder who Sars Chinuev. I don't know how good his English is, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, yeah, he, he looked – he he can – what I did like is that he doesn't dally on the ball too much. That was one thing I did notice. He's not a dilly dally with it. He he does love a give-and-go. Like, his head's on a swivel. Um, you know, he, he likes to release the first time. I didn't see a lot through the lines, but I didn't see a lot through the lines from anyone, to be honest. Um but yeah, I think Saar could be competing for that fifth midfielder spot, and obviously, if if he's good enough to play higher up the pecking order, then that's that's fantastic. I think Parrott looked lively when he when he came on. Um, he actually looked like oh, this this could be, he's not going to play. I don't think he's playing Premier League this year, obviously, but he looked like a, 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 he looked like a striker. I don't know if I don't know if that sounds weird to say because I've seen when I've seen Parrot in games before. Obviously, it was you know two years ago, whatever. He did look like he could cause a certain level of opposition problems, should we say? I think he's only he's only twenty. Is he still twenty? Twenty one? He's twenty. Right, yeah. yeah, something like that. Like he's 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 also a child. Do You know what I'm saying? Um, so now he looked good. Lucas was Lucas, I guess. Um, and Davinson Sanchez should never play left centre back ever again. Like Davinson Sanchez can cover right centre back if he likes. But I cannot lie, because it's not even it's not even because they've you know the whole tight extra inch man pause um, Nathan Clark and them they've been saying he was looking a bit techie in training which is fair, but he was he's still getting spun out of his stock socked by K League all stars man, what, <laughs> what, what's going on that it, watching Sanchez was painful. In
3: fairness to extra inch as well, they did kind of touch upon as well like we we don't get why he looks so good in training because he. Sustained is still bad in games, but we <laughs> they just couldn't put their finger on why, and that's fair enough because, yeah, like you said, Macho, he was god awful, and it just shows how, um, how he's played at left center back in the past as well. Like when we, um, had that 3 3 draw at home to West Ham, he was playing left center back. Uh, I think he played there in one of our away games in the conference league, I want to say Antwerp um
0: again terrible my whole division. thing was a nightmare i i don't even remember i don't
2: even remember <laughs> the european league man
0: you know and know, conference
3: league it, it doesn't
2: matter. i i purchased spurs play uh cuz i i didn't want my stream to be interrupted you know sometimes i i do like legal activity unlike kevin uh, i don't know what he was dealing with with <laughs> these links <laughs> sometimes you got to make sure your links work yeah, in our playboy but um <laughs> i watched the full ninety um the problem with pre is i don't give a flying crap about them so I, you know i did i did watch it i did actually pay attention but i was like i don't really care what the scoreline was so that's why i was laughing at every goal that went in um i just care for more the movement of the newer players integrating into the team and some of the younger players seeing how they've developed from the previous season. So, obviously, I, I watched a lot of Sar last season. And it's nice to see that he's not afraid to carry over what he was doing into our team. I do think maybe he... Well, let's see how the rest of the preseason goes for him. But maybe a um in this country would be better for him. So he's more acclimatized. Uh, to the way the pace of this uh league, should I say? Um, it's nice to have Skip back, it's good to have somebody that you know doesn't maraud around like a fool on the pitch, uh, like certain man in red boots. I won't say his name, uh, but that's for another day, another story. You know what I'm saying? As for um, dire aka Diabolical, I appreciate the fact that he wants to you know retain his name and um you know go back to the days of, of when we had some sort of respect for him. Uh so far he's retained his name. Um and that strike was beautiful. Uh so well done to him. I think he should be on a few, not too many, but a few. Uh he should be <laughs> He should be on a few free kicks uh, because I don't. I do not want to see that muck on free. I don't care that he scored a free kick. By the way, I actually don't care. But it was, it was one of. Um, I'm not going to say the guy's name because I'm going to butcher it. But it was one of his set piece uh, ideas. I'll call it tactics. Um, so it was nice to see that actually get implemented, and obviously the muck scored. Um, for those of you that don't know who the muck is, it's Kane, and you won't get his name back till I see a trophy lift fat, yo. So, yeah, that muck well done, innit? He scored a free kick. Um, son looked, I mean, to be honest with you, there was a bit of matrix in anyway, but son looked a bit sharp.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen a man try catch the ball in a penalty area.
2: Hey, hey hey they needed hey.
1: they needed to they needed to see the celebration just one time hey buddy hey time.
2: hey i don't i don't <laughs> want to get mad in trouble but definitely some bets were we'll put on at that, that time because yeah cause, wow that was that was something else i think you know what this is gonna sound possibly surprising but um I'm actually very proud of Davidson Sanchez. Hear me out. That performance is what we needed to see. <laughs> we, we needed to see that. Yeah? The board, everybody needed to see that performance. To know that we need a left sided center back pronto. Like there's no two ways about. It. Listen, it was awful. Like I I couldn't even understand what I was watching. I was like, granted, right, this preseason, and this might be your first competitive game, even though it's preseason, of the holidays. Like, this was bad. Look, <laughs> like, you were bad against Mora. Them man were a team made of plumbers and freaking other trades that came and mashed you up. Fine. You were bad against many other teams. Fine. k League All-Stars? mandem that only came together to basically perform a testimonial for son that's the team you want to give that performance against listen if we name this pod anything it is the sanchez appreciation pod because big man (laughs) you have forced the hand of this club if we sign a left center back this summer i want everybody to thank sanchez
1: I think I want- somebody, some one of the many Brazilians at our club have been teaching man capoeira because the way he was spinning on the floor was <laughs> mad. And we've seen him do head slides and all of them he, type he, he,
0: he was things. He was looking like Eddie from Tekken. Yeah, 100 <laughs> You know what's
2: mad, yeah? i seen him get years. spin completely spun out by that Palmero guy. Now, I know you guys are like, Palmero Like, he didn't play. Whoever that blonde-headed striker was, Look like Palmeiro to me, bro. So, as far as, of course, I spun him out of his gates. I was like, what's going on here? Nah, man. Sanchez, that, listen, there's been some stinky performances by many players that have donned our shirt. But that, Sanchez is now officially, officially, as of today, as bad of a left-sided centre-back as Gardner. (laughs) Anthony
0: Gardner. Jesus Christ.
2: Listen, lads, I didn't want to have to go there because I know he cost us 40 million, but we have to be deadly honest with ourselves. Yeah, he's he's, he's
1: got to go, man. Listen,
2: Anthony Gardner has one highlight in his entire career as best. Yeah. And his highlight is doing this as Abdel Tarabat spins a man. Go check the highlight, bruv. That's his highlight, bro. Because you couldn't tell me what God had done in his time period at our club. That guy was poo. Yeah, poo bear. Yeah, Michael Dawson as well. Yeah, I agree with you, Spares i Michael Dawson stunk. stunk and he...
3: Jack, you don't need to do that about Michael No, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Jack, Jack I, is shameless, man. I, I, am, will, I, will, <laughs> I will never forgive Michael Dawson. I still remember I that young boy's performance. I still yeah. remember it.
3: Brother. I still remember you know, his AC Milan performance at San Siro. Oh, get out here. The no, only one to to I, I want to remember. <laughs>
2: that young boy's performance. You know what hurt me the most is we got the, the draw and it was like young boys, never heard of it. I was like, all right, cool. Brush him over, go straight into the Champions League draw, we're good to go. Yeah. I didn't even watch the first leg. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clap these man. I can't feed. So I went and kicked the ball. on and kick ball at Ferry Lane. Minor. Came home. I knew it was peak when my own father looked at me and said, You don't want to know the result.
1: I said what? <laughs> <laughs> he
2: goes, You don't want to know. And so I had to go search. And the last that performance was disgusting. The last takeaway
1: from the K-League game, um, Lucas Moura, right wing back. What are we saying? What are we saying? What are we saying? Think I he don't, can
0: stay there? Are you not, not seeing? Are you not seeing the smile on Sai's face as he asked that question? No, no, no.
2: no. A, that's another good thing that you know. That's a good thing that he played that position. That's, I mean, it's great news. We obviously put him there for one reason and one reason only to promote his newly released Netflix documentary about himself. That's why we put him there. It's, it was all promotional material. <laughs> you you think we done it just for the game? Look, we needed somebody to focus on me. And now we are focusing on me, your little twat. Yeah, i uh, Listen, it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. And Conte knew what he was doing. I never want to see that guy in that position ever <laughs> again, ever.
1: He looked. He looked a bit like Cho at right wing back. Just straight line, straight line, straight
0: line. <laughs> Who's, that? Who's that? Is that? Is that one of the K-League All-Stars? <laughs> that... Now nah, that's your boy. <laughs> actually,
3: I think hey. that's actually the name of the guy that
2: scored the free kick. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: wiggled that, that one so
2: well. Hey, you know what? I forgot to say, yeah. I need to give a, a quick shout-out, actually. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Macho Man. Macho Man Randy how Yeah, I've done you dirty, innit? it? Um, for those of you that don't know, Macho Man... Guided Nigeria to a World Cup uh, victory, and uh, I was proud of him. You know, because uh, the first time they lost in the final, and I told him hold that, and obviously he had to bring it back around, and they won it the second time. But um, I've spoken to a lot of the other national teams. That will never happen again. Don't don't ever, don't ever post your wins <laughs> like that. Yeah.
0: I'm not doing it again. That was the stressful <laughs> football manager journey
2: ever. Oh man, yeah. No, nah, like I said, the preseason was good. Um, I think our next game is Seville uh, and it's a midday kickoff. off um, and I, I think that one will be more, it give us more of a take on, I hope the sumer can play but um, I know the, the they've got a little bit of an outbreak because I need to see a few more of these players get their run out.
3: Yeah, Perisic as well. Although I do appreciate Conte tweaking attackers to play that kind of wing-back role. Um, yeah, I agree. We can't see Lucas Mora play that again. Um, thoughts are clear on another option we have there. A um, last takeaway, not to just shamelessly move on after dropping that one, but um, Richarlison, for me, was one that I personally really wanted to see, obviously, just for the first time in a Spurs shirt. And I wasn't completely sold on him at first, but to be fair to him, I thought he looked... Relatively sharp, like his dribbling and awareness of uh, other players was really good. Positioning was good, even though he played in all three positions in the forward line, started as the nine, held the ball up well, played well as well as you can do with Lucas Mora trying to supply you, even though you were thrown goal like twice in like the space of one second, still didn't get played in. Um he stayed hungry, was on that left wing took up a kind of sonnest position as um, Kane came in and made his instant impact um, only for this um league player to force in an own goal, which would have been a Richarlison's happened had the defender not intervened. And then he had some good hold-up play and a good interchange play with Kane when he played on the right-hand side. So um, that was for you types as well. Like uh, your Richarlison prop has actually worked wonders. Um, <laughs> and it was a good showing from him, I thought. I think it's definitely something to build on to not I guess take too much from from the game. As it is obviously preseason. Uh Jack saying, I hope this severe game is a trial for Regulon's return. But he didn't make the tour, so I, I don't know if he's uh <laughs> <laughs> a bit tough in shop window for
0: mm-hmm. that. i not having a Region testimonial about Region,
2: you know. put mm-hmm. him in the um the freaking pre match video. So they can see what he's done last season. But no, I if feel, they, feel, if feel, if they're willing feel to like
3: Coco lamella Then
2: Actually I actually feel sorry for Reggie. I feel that injuries clapped him completely. Is yeah, there a way think...
3: back for him then if he can recover from his injury? Nah. Impossible.
0: Nah. That's
2: a long road. Like we're even
0: wasting time talking about Reggie. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: a, it's, a, it's a long road, bro. I, I don't I don't know many men that come back from that road. You you have to have some some brass to even try. Like, look at that, Rav. He was called Diabolical for like three years of his life. He went into the stadium stands to try and chase he- his brother, attacker. Couldn't even find him. Like, man, man was going down a dark, dark road. Somehow turned it around. Whereas, and regular only- had
3: a better start. He went ham, got bought some ham, and then got injured. <sighs> Who knows? So, like, my. I. For me, I would probably still lean on the side of selling him, but at the other side, I know I'm not sure if Sesenyan's quite over his injury issues yet. Even though it looks like he's doing what's required to to get over his injuries, so with that in mind, with that being maybe a 50 50, would you consider keeping Regi on as that kind of rotational option for Perisic?
0: No, I'm, I'm personally I'm fine with Sesenyan and. Uh, Matt Doherty, to be honest, behind Perisic. I think Doherty is now an option both sides. I think we're fine with, with those two behind, to be honest.
2: I'm, I'm yeah. fine with suspect being back up, you know, until he gets full day release. There's no point of, like, having man as a starter, bro. You can't be under oral while playing 90 minutes, bro. You know what I mean? So, Perisic, both sides. Uh... Matthew, both sides as backup suspect. Whenever he's on day release, fair
1: enough, fair enough. Just, Just the... no chance of Regalong getting and kept <laughs> no chance at this point. He's already behind two man, and then as you said,
0: It's
2: a mid like fan. Seriously, Oops. That, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be that's the encapsulate. That's a major one, boy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he's um. He's gonna to struggle to to get any game time. Um, we already saw that Conte had a preference to put Doherty there as well. So yeah, it's it's looking a bit sticky still.
2: Yeah, so he's not on the tour at all, is he? Nah.
3: No, he's, he's not. So yeah, it might be right, one and done for him. Um I guess the I guess the last point I guess you could be looking to observe from Obviously, that only being a friendly is um, we, we made a new addition to the team not long before Spence. It wasn't a player. Um, <clears throat> this famed, uh, I think his name's Gianni. First Gian, name Gianni. Vio, yeah. uh, his name's VO, who's um, a set-piece wizard, has over 4,000 routines, looks to improve us uh, attacking set-pieces and, obviously, defending set-pieces. We could even see like a 10 to 15-goal swing. Um, Macho Man, I see you've um, been doing a little bit of reading up on the man. Dumb-a-dum-a. What were your oh, thoughts? Did you see any evidence of his work in the friendly?
0: Um, Yeah, I think I'm not gonna lie. When I saw the Kane free kick first time, I was just like, "Oh, this guy is just he's he's just hit it low and it's gone in." And now he's gonna think he's the guy for free kicks. I wanted Son to take it personally because I know Son. I think Son scored two free kicks for South Korea not too That's long back to back. ago. Yeah, but um, I watched it again, and we actually put like a second wall to the right of it, and then I think it was who was it that was standing in the middle? I don't know if it was Tanganga or somebody was like standing. So like the K League wall had to split, and then just as Kane made his run up, the false the secondary wall on the other side like ran in to cause confusion. So even though it looked like Kane just hit it at first glance, like it was um, it was obviously practiced. Um, and I feel like, you know, like I said, I'm I'm going to try not to lift over overly from from the athletic because they are, they have dropped some some good articles. But, you know, obviously, I think we've we've not been renowned for being any sort of danger from set pieces whatsoever in in recent seasons. Um, a couple of stuff I read from the athletic earlier is like we didn't score from our first 62 corners last season. Which is extremely good. like, it was on. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's played rugby here, but you know, so I used to be a back, and then forwards. If you're throwing it in there, the guys like you put someone in the air, bring it down, etc. If you've got backs that are shit hot, rapid, good hands, we can hit some strike, we score some tries. We wouldn't even be bothered because we know our forwards are not going to win this lineup. And that was how I felt watching Tottenham with corners. I was like, I'm not really gonna give a shit about this corner. I just don't want somebody to counter us and and, and we concede. Do you know what I mean? So I think that is like very efficient hiring from um, from Conte to just be like, look, like we need we need to get more goals from elsewhere rather than just rather than just strikers. Um, So obviously via and then just to emphasize how bad we were with set pieces, I think in the league we were seventeenth with the amount of shots from set pieces, whether that's like direct or rebounds, etc. We were fourteenth in terms of like. Goals scored from set pieces again, whether that's direct and direct rebounds. Set piece XG we were ninth, which is as good as it gets. And our total percentage XG from set pieces was 18th. So we're very mudded in regards to um in regards to set pieces, to be honest. And then just lastly, just obviously he did a lot of work with Italy when they won the Euros. Um so before the athletic articles dropped, I actually went back and watched all of Italy's goals. Um on YouTube so I think Italy scored 13 goals overall and I think of the sickness so they scored three from corners and they technically scored four but one was offside. so twenty three percent of their goals were from corners, um which in an international tournament I think is relatively unheard of if the other one it would have been th- it would have been thirty one um and historically places he's gone. so when he was at Fiorentina, the when they finished fourth in that year in 2012, like nearly half their goals were from set people 40%, but nearly half the goals from set pieces. And he's got a book out called Set Pieces the 15 Goal Striker. You know, I think it, it can't be underestimated how important um, scoring double figures in terms of corners is. You know, City last year, their set piece goal difference was 17. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it's, it's I've, that I think it might be my favorite signing thus far. You know, if we if we get Madison, that will that will go my number one. But I think John Vio's quality quality signing on our behalf,
2: bro. You just just sold him, bro. All I, I saw was him. that one YouTube clip, bro. but he's not I nuts. need to go back and do my Google's, bro. I'm gonna go back and watch that uh, Italian YouTube of the Euros because yeah, I, I know in- I know one of the goals. If if I'm correct, one of the goals from a set piece would be the equaliser against England. Yeah, in the final. Right. So and you know, you know I mean, we I know we didn't score you know many goals from set pieces and corners last season, but from my recollection of uh, last season, I'm pretty sure we scored some important goals from um, corners. You know, obviously, certain man came to our ground in it. <laughs> held held one from a corner uh, you know I won't say he scored but uh, I know Benton Cole got the flick on that's all I'm saying uh, but you know if we've got this guy coming in and he's doing set piece thing, you know what one thing I did see in the preseason funny enough is there was a corner we took it didn't come to nothing but we had three guys I remember Dyer being one of them on just past the penalty We had two um, on the near poles, one on the back poles, one kind of just right side of the three that were in the box. And then another guy just ran into the box, which took the J-League guy into the box with him. I was like, flip, there's a hell of movement in this box. I was like, yeah, this. listen, if this guy is on... Well, he's on a permanent contract, but I don't know how long he's on a permanent contract for. Uh, We cannot be losing this kind of like recruitment anytime soon. We need to we need to stamp some some authority over here and get back to winning ways. And the
0: last thing I noticed, and I don't know how much Vio has to do with this, but this is a guy who has nearly five thousand set pieces. So probably Italy scored like quite a lot of long range goals. And like we've not seen Dyer even like really attempt that many long ranges like when the ball's moving. Um so I think Italy scored three goals Outside the box, I know Kiesa had another one that was basically like just inside the box. So, like, if over twenty-five percent of their goals are coming from long shots, and we have a couple long shot shooters, we got Son, we got Kane. I think you know Kulu can do the iron Robin thing if we need to. Basuma, very understated long range shooter, and just from comps, like Saar has also got a long shot in him as well. So again, I don't know how much view it has to do with that, but that could be another part of the whole, you know, fifteen goal striker thing. Do
2: you know what I mean? We need to lick more shots from outside like, that's one thing that would was a pissing me off as, especially um towards the back end of um Jose's tenure I was like people don't really lock off uh, like they don't like knock off an, enough shots bro it's just flipping annoying
3: we saw Kane lick off a long range shot as well and that yeah. friendly not even that long yeah.
1: more more of the same from him it? <laughs> in a final please please
3: yeah for once
1: Please,
3: but yeah, like my, my, I guess my favorite thing as well with this VO signing is it almost negates the need for us to sign a set piece specialist. I mean, I see quite a lot of fans, most on the timeline, saying that we need to drop stupid money on James Ward prowse purely because he's a set piece specialist. Yeah, um, where human son has improved, been improving, um, his set pieces, not only he's uh, direct free kicks which we saw for Korea but cool um, some of our goals we've scored yeah, from corners um, back in the last season I can remember another Sanchez header um, off the top of my head I was thinking before the pod I could remember quite a few goals now they've slipped my mind obviously we had that one in the, in the North London derby um, but we did start to score more goals from set pieces towards the end of last season purely as a result of human son's set piece delivery from corners and um, being a lot better than uh, I can't remember who's taken them before, but I a think they were shared. Yeah, yeah.
1: For so... me, for me, whenever I think set pieces, obviously is a massive, massive bonus to get double digit goals from set pieces. It can be the thing that propels you towards uh, higher than top four, even. But my biggest worry is the other end. Our defending from set pieces have been traditionally pretty bad over the last couple of years, especially nobody ever really looks too confident with who they're, who they're marking. And I don't know how much uh, VO will have input on that side, but I'd hope to see some sort of improvement on that that end of the set pieces this season. For
3: sure. For sure. Very exciting times. All right. That all um, about wraps up for tonight's stream and, uh, and the podcast itself. Uh, we've been the new Spurs order. Um, thank you to those who have been uh, watching on the stream. Um, thank you, I- ITK Ash and uh, Jack for, for your comments during the stream as well. Uh, so on behalf of us, uh, we'll see you next week. Keep, us, uh, keep a look out for us on the Twitter and the Instagram at Order. And uh, as for tonight, it's been a pleasure and peace.
2: Peace. And <laughs> On debut, Tungay Ongonbele has scored the equaliser for Spurs.
0: Lucas Moura clips it. Oh great goal! Stephen Bergwine has arrived in North London!
1: That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yay! Yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network.